right now. The Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Alon Exchange with Jay Hagee and Tanner Horstmeyer. I am your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with Jay Hagee owner of Allon Planning Partners, and Tanner Horsebuyer, who represents part of the amazing Allon Planning Financial Planning team. If you have any questions for this dynamic duo about preparing for retirement, about your financial plan, about investments, about Social Security, they do it all at Allon Planning Partners and Jay, Brittany, Tanner, and the team at Allon Planning are kind enough to open up 10 slots on their calendar every week for listeners of the program to come in, sit down, and have that comprehensive and customized plan created at no cost or obligation. And all you have to do to schedule is call 800 971 45 Nine. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. So, fellas, the the Horsemeyer Hagee Hour, Triple H. <laughs> that's it. Hey. Yeah. I love Hope it. Hope you're doing well, Chrissy. I am. I'm yeah, happy we... to be here. How about you? Oh, yeah, we're yeah. doing great. We've had a wonderful week, and uh, we've enjoyed uh, the water on the on the lake this weekend, Yay. and so we are ready to discuss some uh, financial planning with you this weekend. Yep. I, I love it, and I need all the help I can get uh, myself because there are so many common and costly errors that go along mm-hmm. with the process of saving for retirement and preparing that plan, and a lot of them I didn't even know about prior to working with you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that we're able to uncover some of that, right, and help folks along the way make better decisions for their retirement planning. I mean, you know, I've always heard you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and so, yeah, and, and so we want to try to un- uncover some of the unknowns and especially some common areas that we see people making uh, some mistakes in uh, right before retirement, especially. So Mm -hmm. the first one we want to talk through is really when it comes to asset allocation. So when it comes to what you're invested in, we oftentimes see a lot of folks maintaining what we would consider the wrong asset allocation the closer they get to retirement, meaning they may be taking a little bit more risk than they know. Um, So the asset allocation when it comes to retirement is everything. I know Tanner looks uh, at a lot of these plans with me and we see folks come in here every day with uh, really that would consider themselves even conservative, very risky portfolios. I think, I think Jay and I would both uh, agree to this statement that, I mean, I would say probably over 80%, even 90, close to 90% of people that we analyze Mm -hmm. um, are taking on more risk than they even had assumed they were taking. That's right. And I would say more risk, not even that they assumed that they were taking, but more risk, um, 
to a point that could actually cause some serious hiccups in their retirement journey. Absolutely. Um, because people don't realize this and it just comes down to sheer mathematics that losses actually hurt you more than gains help you. And we talk about this a lot. Especially on, when you get close to retirement. 100% yeah. and in retirement, you know, th- these times people think that, you know, a 50% loss and a 50% gain equal the, and, and they, they equal the same, but they don't. Um, they actually, a 50% loss of a portfolio requires you to gain a hundred percent. I'm using these drastic numbers just to paint a picture. So you're investments have to work double as hard to gain as what they did to lose, right? So mm-hmm. you have to, if, if you lose 50%, you have to gain back 100% to, to break even, not to even make any money. Yep. And so when you get close to near in retirement, a lot of folks don't realize they need to relook at the way they've allocated their assets or how they're positioned in the market, because it's not going to work for you the same now as it did 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago have this thing called time horizon. Yep. So time horizon is really important because it is the time from when you've invested the money until you when you'll need to utilize the money in retirement or for whatever goal that you may have. Mm-hmm. So you have to be appropriately invested depending on the time horizon that you have when you're going to utilize the funds. So if you have five years until you need to use some of the money, you probably shouldn't be as aggressively invested as if you have 20 years until mm-hmm. you needed to utilize the money. So a lot of times, just like me and Tanner were saying before, we see folks come in here day in and day out that really don't know how much risk they're taking. And that is going to affect their retirement strategy and really actually getting to retirement and experiencing the retirement that they want to experience because they are feeling a lot of volatility, especially in the last year or so of the market. It's been super volatile. So making sure that you have the right asset allocation within the parameters of your goal is going to be key. So don't make the mistake of being too risky in your allocation models. Yeah. One of the other things on this conversation on a common error that we see uh, in, in this type of journey is people failing and not understanding that they're not actually diversified in their portfolio. Uh, And so we see it all the time. You know, people might come in and they think that they're diversified because they have a handful of different mutual funds, which obviously own or, you know, hold hundreds of different stocks Mm -hmm. and bonds and things like that. And they're, they're telling me like, well, I'm, I'm really well diversified. And as we're doing a deep dive into their portfolio and we're looking actually what's going on under the hood, uh, Uh, we're seeing that they have a what's called strong correlation. And so to simplify what correlation means, uh, that means that all of your assets are just moving the same direction, right? All the momentum is moving the same way. And so, so if the market's up, you're going up, everything, everything is going down. down. Yep. And so you can have multiple mutual funds uh, and think that you've got all of this diversification, but not be diversified and not be diversified at all because everything is moving in tandem and so that actually increases your levels of risk exposure due to the fact that everything you have is all moving the same way so it's almost as though you have all of your eggs just in a few Mm -hmm. different baskets so when we talk about diversification chrissy we're talking about making sure that your funds or your investments are spread over five asset classes Mm -hmm. not just that you have different kinds of stocks that's good too but that you have 
equities in companies, that you have bonds, which means that you own the debt of companies, corporations, or countries, right? Like the U.S. Treasury bonds. Uh, you, you also want commodities, whether that be oil or gold or silver or platinum or whatever that may look like. You also want to have cash on hand because that is its own asset class. Uh, monetary asset class is cash. And then last but not least is real estate. So making sure that you have diversification of, uh, amongst these five asset classes will ensure more proper diversification yeah. than just I hold six mutual funds yeah. or I hold seven ETFs or whatnot, because you should still, you could still have what Tanner's talking about high correlation yeah. within your portfolio. Yeah. And making sure that those asset class, those positions that you hold within each of those asset classes actually carry some type of negative correlation, right? So that when say there's positions that are going down in the market, you've actually got some that are going you know, inverse and are actually going up as a lot of the oh, okay. you know market is going down. So like the bond, that, that's, the stock to bond ratio. What, what didn't that used to be an inverse? Uh, it used to be an inverse yeah. correlation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah. yeah. So up until last year, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, last year was the first time we've seen in a long time that both of those asset classes actually fell. Mm -hmm. So if you only held stocks and bonds. Well, you had a bad year. Yeah, right? the, yeah. yeah the true 60-40 portfolio got yeah, crushed. Yeah, if you didn't hold yeah. any real estate. It makes it all the more important to make sure that you are properly invested among those those different asset classes. That's right. So the first two mistakes that we've talked about, Chrissy, talk about that, is, is making sure that not only are you taking the appropriate amount of risk, everybody that walks in here, we want to make sure that they're taking the appropriate amount of risk for the goals that they have, but then also making sure that they have proper diversification, meaning that all of their assets aren't pointed the same direction in every angle of the market. So the last one that we want to talk about, a uh, common pitfall that we see people make a lot is investing too much actually without liquid savings, meaning they don't have a proper emergency fund. Um, you want to make sure that you have some of your money in cash, that you have some of your money in high yield savings accounts, uh, things like this, uh, because you know, as a retiree, we face emergency expenses. You know, there's going to be economic down. There's going to be times where we need to get to liquid buckets of money that we don't want to pull from a down investment to have to lock in that loss. So we need to make sure that you have plenty of liquidity through retirement. If you don't have money that you can access without selling investments, you're going to be forced to lock in the losses uh, on a volatile market. And that's not ideal. Uh, so the ideal situation is you want to have enough savings to cover around we say about a year or so of, of uh, emergency funds. So cover a year of expenses. So if you're in retirement and you have enough liquidity to cover a year's worth of expenses, then you're going to have a good emergency fund set aside in case of a prolonged or a, a longer downturn in a market or a, just a major expense, like an air condition unit goes out and you mm -hmm. have to replace it. So you want to make sure that you have enough cash and enough emergency funds on the side that you do not have to dig into those investment accounts on bad years. And if you can relate to this, which I'm sure a lot of you can, because I certainly can myself, given that this past year was an anomaly for the stock to bond market. I mean, it can never hurt to have your plan reviewed mm -hmm. or That's have right. a plan created if you don't have a plan yet. 
all you have to do is pick up the phone and set up a time to sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, Tanner Horstmeyer, and the entire team at Allon Planning Partners for that no-cost, no-obligation consultation. We have a few slots open on the calendar. Jay and Brittany are kind enough to open those up for listeners of the program. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549 right now to schedule, but there are only a few remaining. So that's 800-971-4549 or online at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. What is coming up when we get back? Well, Chrissy, when we come back, we're going to go over some strategies to make sure that you hit your retirement date. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay Hagee and Tanner Horstmeyer of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am in the studio with two of the fellas that make up the incredible financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions about the way your current plan is put together, if you have questions about your investments, if you have questions about Social Security or creating a plan for retirement All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And take advantage of a no-cost, no-obligation sit-down with the, I guess, dream team. I was going to say dynamic duo, but it's like a dynamic (laughs) more than that. So I don't know anything above duo. Uh, Yeah, team, better, the dream team, and get that comprehensive and customized plan created. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549 right now to schedule. Fellas, we were discussing the mistakes that folks make. And being that you guys are so focused on solutions at Allon Planning Partners, Mm -hmm. you have some suggestions and strategies that folks can apply today to their financial planning mm-hmm. methodology that will help them move their retirement date up a little bit. Absolutely. We want to make sure that folks not only hit their retirement date, but they could even move it up if they would like and do it comfortably. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't just say, I want to retire and retire. <laughs> uh, and, really? You know, this kind of hurts my heart a little bit, Chrissy, but Tanner is not an Office fan. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I like no. the show, The Office. That, you know, watch it. Wow. Yeah, wow. it kind of hurts my heart a bit, that, okay? It's to anybody listening, <laughs> that's that's not true. It's not that I don't like it. I just haven't watched but it. I've but I've got a reference. I've got yeah, a, yeah. Michael comes out of the office. You know this, Chrissy, and oh, he's having money problems. I and I what's know. the one thing he says? I declare bankruptcy. 
I, I declare, declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. He did, I didn't just say it. You cannot it. just I scream. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't declare, I want to retire, and you're retired. You can't say, I am bankrupt. I declare bankruptcy. It doesn't work that way, okay? And that's a, it's a real comedy, right? That show's great. Um, but you, you can't just step out of your office and say, I declare bankruptcy, and all of your debts disappear. Mm -hmm. You can't just step out of your office one day and say, I'm going to retire and, <laughs> and you'd be re and you're retired uh, magically. It doesn't work that way. So we want to help you put a plan together mm -hmm. so that you actually can retire. Mm -hmm. Not only, when do you want to, but possibly even, Hey man, I need to hang this. I talked to plenty of folks. I, I met with a lady last week that said, Jay, if you could tell me how to retire next week, I'm out. <laughs> like, you know, I help me move this retirement date up. And so we do like to help put strategies together for people to not only hit their goals, but how can we get there even more efficiently than we, than we thought? How can we move that retirement date up a bit? So let's figure out some strategies here and let's talk through them of how we can just come out of our office and say, I retire. I declare retirement. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah, you go. Absolutely. One of those, one of those first, I mean, and this is really kind of, you know, the, the first section was us talking about some of the pitfalls. This is really when the practical nature of this conversation begins, because these are things that we can handle and we can control, right? Um, as far as the first thing, you know, investing for income, making sure that we actually have a solid uh, income plan mm -hmm. for retirement. Um, that's going to be really, really important as we're having this conversation of, you know, when can I retire? Can I retire sooner than I expected? Um, because obviously we need to be able to pay our monthly bills. We need to be able to uh, afford the cost of living that we're um, going through right now. So some of these things that we can do is max out our, our tax advantage accounts, continue to max out your 401ks, um, invest into your IRAs. Look at some other investable um, options that mm -hmm. you have. If you have uh, extra dollars through your non-qualified funds, opening up a brokerage account and investing into that, actually putting your money to work is really going to be super important. Yeah, and we were talking about even before we got on the show today about income-producing assets like yeah. real estate, yep. like some things that you can invest in that's going to create cash flow. Mm -hmm. uh, think about cash flow in retirement, not just uh, how do I you know make the little bit I've got last the longest, but also how do I make it produce more? Mm -hmm. um, and so some assets that, that we can talk you through and walk you through uh, to invest in will continue to pay you when you stop working. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to give you more flexibility in retirement. So having a proper income plan is not just ideal, it's necessary. Yeah. And so if you're only talking about how you're allocated and what where your assets are sitting right now, but you're not talking about how they're going to produce for you and how you're going to get an income from these assets, well, you're missing half the picture. Mm -hmm. So make sure that your financial advisor, that's why we do this for our folks, talk through an income plan. We talk through a tax efficient income plan. And we're going to talk about that later. But, you know, helping you save money in taxes is part of your income planning strategies, right? How do we make sure that Uncle Sam doesn't get more than his fair share? Yeah. Um, so the next thing we wanted to talk about is actually re rebalancing your retirement investments. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even your, your IRAs and your 401ks and, and all of these, making sure that they are properly allocated. Because we talked about in the last segment, the biggest pitfall we see is people not understanding how their funds are allocated and it hurting them when they're near or in retirement. Yeah, sometimes too, and, and you'll see this a lot, is the common 
consensus amongst individuals to say, how much should I be in stocks and how much should I be in bonds? And I don't know, Chrissy, if you know this, uh, but typically they take the number 100 okay. and they take your age and they you subtract your age from 100 and that's the remaining number is what you should be in as far as uh, equities are concerned. And, and so if, if you're 40 years old, whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, you take whoa, whoa. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you. I mean, if you're listening, right? If you're 20 years old. If you're 20, old, 30, yeah. 40, 50, 70, um, the common thought is to take your age, you subtract it by 100. So if you're 50 years old, and um, or let's use 40. If you're 40 years old and you subtract that from 100, you should be 60% in equities, 40% in bonds. Um, here's the problem, though, is that as equities grow and as bonds uh, values change and equities change, and so on and so forth, there's going to be a inconsistency over the course of time. And you talk about being rebalanced, you're going to have either less equities over the course of time, or if those equities increase in value, you're going to have more of your position, more of your overall portfolio position towards right. equities. And so if it's not rebalanced, if it's not rebalanced, and, and honestly, um, the, a lot of people that we talk to, um, there, there are, there's just a, a small amount of individuals that are really on top of that. And so we tell people, you want to make sure that you're having a conversation with someone like us so that your balance doesn't get out of proportion, right? Because that can cause you either to not um, have as much return as necessary, or as you're getting closer to retirement or in your retirement, taking more risk than necessary. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't realize that there was a formula that you could use and use that as, I guess, like the loose framework, sort of? Yeah, it's kind of a... That's it's a loose nice. framework yeah, is a good yeah. way to put yeah. it. Is because that kind of gives you an idea of where you should be as far as the risk you should be taking. But everyone's different. Everyone has different assets. Everyone has different goals and desires. And if you just use that as a rule of thumb... Uh, it sometimes will fit you, it sometimes it won't. Um, so that's why we, we look at every situation really individualistic as it needs to be and make the determination on how much risk you should be taking um, from, from your standpoint. But what we want to say as an overarching blanket is make sure that you're rebalancing your retirement investments to make sure you're hitting the goals you want to hit. Mm -hmm. What's next on the list? Yeah, the next thing is uh, really a tax planning strategy. So we talk a lot about five components of financial plans. We talk about asset allocation. We talk about income planning. The next one is tax planning. Uh, in the tax planning portion, sometimes converting to Roths or doing Roth conversion ladders even makes sense. Uh, if you have all of your funds invested in tax deferred accounts like IRAs or 401ks, traditional IRAs, I should say, or 401ks or 403bs or 457s that, that are all tax deferred, that means you have not paid taxes on those yet. So when you take those out for income in retirement, you're going to be taxed on them. Mm -hmm. Well, what we like to try to do is make sure that we can convert as much as possible before your required minimum distribution age of 73 right now, um, your required minimum distribution age to make sure that you have tax advantages in, in a Roth bucket. Because if we have a lot more funds in a Roth IRA, anything that comes out of a Roth IRA is what? 
Tax free. Tax free. <laughs> the two favorite words of any retiree, of anybody, honestly. So the sooner you can get funds into a Roth, the more growth potential that you have in order to take advantage of tax free dollars in retirement. So helping people convert to Roth IRAs as soon as possible to get into tax free buckets before they hit the age of 73 and you have these required minimum distributions is going to benefit you greatly when it comes to retirement planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with him 100%. Um, that That's obviously a super important point. Uh, there's a lot of uh, details around that too. Utilizing low tax rates that we're in right now mm-hmm. under the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, mm-hmm. um, that's not going to last for forever. I mean, that sunsets here at the end of t- 2025. And so yep. um, there's going to be a revamping of the tax brackets. And, you know, we ask a lot of individuals, where do we think taxes are going? And a hundred percent of people assume taxes are going up. So we're able to convert those dollars with known rates now versus unknown rates in the future. That's right. um, another thing that we can, yeah, another thing that we can look at is actually cutting our spending, right? Cutting annual spending. And, you know, some people may feel like Mm -hmm. that's uh, not a possibility right now, given the fact of high inflation and things like that. Um, But that certainly is a instrumental part in um, maximizing our dollars so that we might be able to move that retirement date up a little bit. And what we encourage our people to do is not just cut the spending because we want you to live out the dreams that you want to have in retirement. It's not just about the spending. It's like we talked about in the income, it's the cash flow. So we want you to cut your fixed expenses. We want you to pay off the revolving credit card debt. We want you to pay off the auto loans. We want you to pay off your home. We want you to have less fixed expenses in retirement so that you can have more flexibility when it comes to the lifestyle that you want to live and have more dollars to put towards the lifestyle that you're wanting to live and the repurposing within your retirement, then you have to do fixed expenses. Yeah. So, you know, these four areas that we wanted to just process in this segment are, you know, you're investing and investing for income, you're rebalancing of your retirement investments, you're making sure that you have an efficient tax plan and converting to Roth IRAs, and then cutting your fixed expenses to make sure that you can live the life that you want to live. These are all areas that can help you get to retirement sooner. So we would love to sit down and talk with you and offer a plan to help you get to retirement, not only peacefully, but sooner if you would like to. You can reach out to us 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. And we would love to get you on our calendar to schedule a complimentary consultation to get you to your retirement goals even sooner than you thought possible. Again, that's 800-971-4549. We're going to take a short break, but fellas, what do you have in store for us when we get back? Yeah, when we come back, we are actually going to go into the some nitty-gritty statistics about retirement planning that you may have been saying, what? <laughs> no, how can that be? Uh, I didn't know that was possible, uh, but we're going to get into that information right after this. the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and we have a special treat for you today. Tanner Horstmeyer is in the studio, and we have a Horstmeyer Hagee Hour, the Triple H, coming at you. If you have any questions about your financial plan, your financial 
future, preparing for retirement. They do it all at Allon Planning Partners and can help you with any questions you might have. The number to call is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. So, Jay, Tanner, I know that we are going to cover some what how how can that be style statistics about retirement planning right here and i am ready because i mean tanner really hyped this up so let's make sure that my yeah. jaw drops <laughs> <laughs> tanner loves statistics yeah you know. I, I nerd out with some statistics for sure yeah well let's do it well in here here's a what it appears, based on a poll that was recently taken by the Harris Poll and a Nerd Wallet study, it indicated that 60% of Americans do not have a retirement-specific savings account, such as a 401k or an IRA, which translates to over 150 million adults. When I saw That's that, crazy. I said, what? <laughs> I said, how can that be? <laughs> no, how in the world real, though? does 150 million adults, 60% of this poll say they don't even have a retirement specific savings account. I, we, like we have to get started today. Well, what scares me most about this number and and honestly these statistics and I just kind of want to preface this, if you're hearing uh, if if you're starting out and listening to us and we're going to go over these stats and if you're like, "Hey, that's me, that's me, that's me." I want you to just take a breath and and know that um, you aren't too late, <laughs> but hopefully this conversation might be the wake-up call that you were needing um, to, to make a step in the right direction and to have a conversation with someone like us. But what I was going to say is what really got my jaw dropped on this is the fact that anymore, this isn't our parents' and our grandparents' retirement where a vast majority of our retirement is in pension income. Uh, very minimally now, it's like 7% of uh, retirees have a majority of their retirement income from a pension. It's like 93% of all retirees now are putting, they are the ones responsible for putting their funds away, right? And so if we're talking over 60%, over half of people in America don't even have a retire, you know, a retirement plan or an employer sponsored plan or some type of IRA or something that leaves us in a very awkward and vulnerable mm -hmm. position when it comes to retirement and way more dependent on social security and things that aren't um, necessarily guaranteed to look the way that they currently are for forever. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we want to just raise awareness yeah, and tell folks, that's all we want to do. Hey, if you're not saving for retirement right now, please start. Yeah. And if you don't know how, that's why we're here. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, that's why we're here. We can help you put together a plan to get you there. But it blew my mind that, you know, uh, if statistics tell the truth, about 150 million Americans do not have any kind of retirement savings. That is a today. huge number. Mm -hmm. That is it. It's that is overwhelming. So I will give you I did do a what my so you weren't lying. <laughs> uh, any what? other any other statistics you. you have in, in your back pocket? Absolutely. Um, another statistic that came from the Stanford Center of Longevity uh, stated that 72 percent of folks say that their instincts are the driving force to help them make decisions mm. about retirement. 
Their uh, meaning that they only, yeah, their, their instincts. instincts. Yep. That seven in 10 said that they used their intuition alone. It's like how they felt about yep. something. Oh. Um, here's the deal is we all know feelings are deceptive. Correct. Um, when it comes, I mean, there's been study after study after study done on this thing, uh, this uh, conversation around behavioral finance yep. and, and how emotions play into this. Um, a lot of times emotion will cause us to sell high mm -hmm. and buy low or no, it will not. <laughs> it will cause us to sell low and buy high is because what we do is we, we get hyped and there's an emotion when, when we see a stock um, going up and going up and going up, we want to jump on the bandwagon. Why? Cause we want to make more money, mm -hmm. right? We thought, oh, let's jump on it. Or if we see man, stocks continue to go down and down and down, we want to jump off the train when it may be the worst place and worst case scenario that you jump off at that point in time. So being held hostage by your emotions or your feelings or your instincts or your intuition is going to hurt you when it comes to retirement planning. You need to have a plan that doesn't like come void of emotion. We have to use motion to our benefit. We have to make sure that the emotions isn't driving the bus when it comes to our retirement planning. We want to put together a plan that looks at the data, that looks at exactly where, where you should be allocated and how you should be allocated to get you to the goal that you, that you want to get to. So it blew my mind a little bit. There was a, oh my goodness moment when 72% of the people that were that were responding to the survey said they only use their intuition when it comes to investing. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of even that is so wild. I know. Yeah. So wow, I'm just blown away. So another you guys did deliver on this team. <laughs> I mean, but could, could you imagine as like, hey, do you want to invest in my fund? Uh, you know, do you like me? Yeah. <laughs> what, what am I investing in? Well, do you think I'm a good person? Yeah. I feel like it's the dumb and dumber skit. I usually don't pick up hitchhikers, but I'm going to go with my instinct on this one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have to make educated decisions. We have to be educated when it comes to retirement planning. This is, this is where just the planning aspect is so important. Like not just important, it's, it's vital to having a successful and healthy uh, retirement and retirement experience, right? Because what you don't want to have is an experience where someone and what we tell people is we want to build swan plans. We want you to be able to sleep well at night. That acronym. You need of, to say that again. <laughs> yeah. Swan, swan, plan. swan plans. Sleep well at night. We don't want people white knuckling their, you know, their computer, looking at their accounts going, uh, you know, emotionally high and emotionally low. And I mean, Jay and I uh, are both investors as well. And we feel the emotions of the market volatility and, and things of that nature. And we have been there. And if we weren't under a plan, <laughs> we would make decisions based off of our emotions, but it, it truly is the worst thing to do. And especially when you're talking about uh, utilizing your funds that you have worked for your whole life and that you have saved and you have amassed and now you're living off of, you need to be all the more diligent of having a team of professionals with you and alongside you that have put together a plan so that we don't make um, uh, decisions based off of how we feel. Yeah. And I, th I think, you know, in regard to that, a lot of folks don't even know who they should be talking yeah. to. 
or who they can trust. And that's why we do a lot of work around explaining who we are, how we get paid, while we're giving the financial advice we're giving, how we put ourselves on the same side of the table as our clients. You want to work with an independent fiduciary only advisor, meaning that they aren't tied to any big box retail firm or selling you a commission product, but they are giving you investment advice. They are putting themselves on the same side of the table as you and say, I win when you win as my client. And so I think a lot of times people use their own guts and their feelings and their intuitions when it comes to investing because they don't know who they can trust. Right. And so they feel like they can only trust themselves. Mm -hmm. And so and it is hard. I understand, you know, there's been many uh, times and many stories of burn, you know, people been burned uh, by investment advisors or or been burned by investments that's went wrong and went bad. So they feel like I've got to just trust myself and my gut. Well, if you can look at a fiduciary only advisor and they are legally bound to hold your best interest above theirs, that's when you know that you've got someone that you can trust. And so I think we need to dispel the myth that, you know, not to trust anyone when it comes to speaking about your finances. And I think that is what a lot of people are are driving. Their emotions are driving them. Their their own intuition is because they don't know who they should be talking about Mm -hmm. uh, with retirement. But I tell you what, one more statistics that I want to bring up, maybe a couple more, but this one in particular is six in 10 of retirees that were surveyed here said that they wish they had planned better for Hmm. retirement. These are people that are already in retirement, people that are already experiencing what their retirement looks like right now. 60% of them said, man, I wish I would have planned better. That's well over half. And so we want to make sure that our listeners don't end up one of those 60%. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that you're planning for a bright future and that you've planned well so that you can live the retirement that you want to live and that you don't have to be uh, held hostage by your emotions or your your misconceptions, but that you know that you've planned well for retirement. You don't have to look back and say, man, I wish I would have planned better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I I, I tell when we have conversations uh, in 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 my meetings, uh, I one of the first things I tell people when we go through the planning process is we want to make sure that we're having these conversations now, so that twenty years from now you're not looking back saying, "Man, I wish I would have done this differently." So that mm-hmm. essentially they are not one of these statistics, right? Because uh, we want people to thrive and to be able to thrive in every season over the course of the journey of their life and during their retirement. Um, and one of the, one of the, I would say for me, one of the most striking, uh, if we're going to kind of leave it on a mic drop, mm-hmm. uh, stat <laughs> that mm-hmm. really, if those haven't opened up your eyes, uh, this one surely will. Um, and I think it kind of, they all flow into this one that only 10% of respondents say they feel comfortable about their finances and where their finances are currently at mm. <laughs> 10 10%. That that is means ninety percent are uncomfortable. Ninety percent are white knuckling their computers. Are feeling stressed. Are feeling uneasy. Are feeling anxiety. Are feeling, you know. Guys, you don't have yeah, to live this you way. You do not have to live Listen, this way. Listen, we're not void of emotion. We all have times where it's like, oh, I'm a little uneasy, even though I know I have a plan, right? But I sleep well at night knowing that my plan is in place to get me to the goal that I want to achieve. And you know what? The best thing I have is fluidity. Mm-hmm. Is because your plan 
can't just be always rigid. There has to be fluidity built into the plan. And that's how we build our plans. We don't want 10% of the folks that have financial plans saying, I feel uncertain. Mm -hmm. I hope that number is actually opposite. Yep. That 90% of people that have a financial plan would say, yes, I feel secure about my future, my retirement, and where I'm going to end up in retirement because I planned well. But, but to see this come out, that only 10% of all people surveyed felt comfortable about their finances, that, that really shocked me. One of the biggest testimonies, and I would say this about our firm and how we do our business uh, and how we serve our clients is in years of uncertainty. So like for an example, last year, right in 2022, when the markets were crazy volatile, when inflation was going up past 9%, when interest rates are going through the roof, when things are going so chaotic, we felt super comf you know, confident <laughs> based off of the planning that we did. We honestly didn't receive many calls of people afraid of what was going on. Now, that doesn't mean that they weren't asking, hey, where do you think that we're headed? But to be completely honest, there was very, 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 very few conversations that we had of people that were in a lot of fear because of the planning that we have done mm -hmm. for our clients in a comprehensive nature. That's right. And so like Jay said, you don't have to live that way, right? It just takes a step of saying, Hey, can we at least just have a conversation? Can you uh, direct me as to, you know, where we should go? Just making that first step is, is really everything. Mm -hmm. And you can take that first step right now and your future self will thank you. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549 for that no cost, no obligation, comprehensive and customized plan for retirement. You can get a better plan of where you are now and a roadmap that's going to show you how to get you where you want to go and need to go in that journey into retirement. So you can call right now and grab one of those few slots remaining to sit down with Jay Hagee, Brittany Hagee, Tanner Horstmeyer, and the whole team at Allon Planning Partners to learn what the proper financial strategy is that's going to suit you and your specific situation when it comes to your financial future. The number again is 800-971-4549. Again, 800-971-4549 or online at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning. Dot com. Fellas, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, you have questions. Jay and Tanner have answers, so don't go anywhere. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee featuring Tanner Horstmeyer. Brittany is on assignment, so we are enjoying some time with one of the important players on the team at Allon Planning Partners. He is part of the financial planning team, and his name is Tanner Horstmeyer, and of course, Jay Hagee, owner of Allon Planning Partners. And this is 
definitely the highlight of the show every week for Jay and Brittany. And Tanner is subbing in, so we are going to get to listener questions in just a moment. But... There is no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. And the team at Allon Planning Partners want to help you invest in yourself, invest in your best self, your future, and allow the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners to create that comprehensive and customized financial plan at no cost or obligation. And you can get on the calendar right now as we have a few slots remaining this week. The number to call is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. I know you get questions from folks you sit down with all the time, so we're going to dive into a few that you've encountered this week. Our first question, I am 52 years old and divorced and considering getting remarried to a man who is 61 years old and also divorced. Can I draw on his social security when I turn 62? And can his ex-wife also collect on his social security? Well, that's a really good question. And that's actually a technical question. We get a lot of social security um correspondence back and forth from from clients because we want to maximize your social security we want to make sure that you are getting as much as that you can as that you can um so i hear that you've got two different questions here first can you draw um on his social security that answer is yes and the second question is can his ex-wife collect on his social security that is also a yes, but there are stipulations surrounding that. So they would have had to have been married at least 10 years and she cannot be remarried, but it will not affect his social security whatsoever, but she does have the right to collect on his social security if she is not remarried and they were married at least 10 years. So yes, that is technically possible. So we would love to sit down with you and and walk through social security maximization strategies and make sure that you and, uh, your new husband would would qualify for the most social security as possible and that we are getting you the best benefit uh, possible because you want to make sure for an income plan in retirement that you have social security maximization covered. Again, that's 800-971-4549. If you have any questions for Jay, Brittany, and Tanner and the team at Allon Planning Partners, next up... Should I be concerned that I've been working with a financial advisor for two decades and we've never discussed my risk tolerance? Yeah, no, that's a that's a fantastic question. Um, and, and what I would say is the answer is yes. I, I would say that that definitely raises a red flag, a caution flag and uh, and raises my eyebrow <laughs> because if you're not having a conversation with your advisor, if you're, especially if your advisor hasn't talked to you about what risk level you're at and what risk level you should be taking, um, that concerns me because your risk is going to be determined based off of what your goals are, what your time horizon. We talked about that earlier, what time horizon you have. If you've got, you know, 30 years to your retirement, or if you're already in your retirement, that's going to change the level of risk uh, that you can take and you can handle. Um, Again, what are your goals? Your goals are going to drive what risk 
level you have and what you can take. And so if you've been working with a financial advisor for 20 years and you guys have not had a conversation about your risk, I would say that, yes, that that definitely concerns me. Uh, we would love to have a conversation with you and we would love to share what kind of risk you have and actually open up the hood of your of the engine of your uh, portfolio and, and show you what risk you're taking and what should be appropriate given your goals and your time horizon. And you can do just that by picking up the phone and calling 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. The next question we have is, is it true that you can retire and live on dividend income? I'm 53 and wanted to ask if this was indeed a viable option, would it be reusable and safe? Well, that's a, that's a lot of questions in one, uh, but I'll be glad to answer them as the best I can. Now, dividend income is definitely a viable source of income in retirement. I would say in retirement, you want to make sure you have multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. A good income plan is going to maximize Social Security and create as many amount of income streams as possible throughout your retirement so that you can have that swan plan. You can mm -hmm. sleep well at night knowing that you are going to hit the retirement goals that you have. Now, safe and reusable, those are kind of words that, you know, is is very um, not much to my liking. <laughs> I would not use them as safe because it's not always that it's safe. It is a different source of income. Using dividend income can be a great basket for your retirement plan, but I would say it shouldn't be your only basket. That's where I would throw a hesitancy in there. So, Depending on every situation, everybody could have a, a bigger or a smaller basket of the dividend income, depending on how much assets that they have obtained. But you also do not want it to be your only uh, income source in retirement. So there again, we would love to sit down with you and show you other options that are dividend paying and our income uh, throughout retirement than maybe what you hold right now. And to see if your retirement plan is comprehensive enough to get you to where you want to be. Uh, so you can reach out to us again, and we would love to sit down with you for that complimentary consultation. Again, that number to call is 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. And we are right up against it. So fellas, your final thoughts for the week. Yeah, this week, I think we really nailed down some, some good uh, conversations on how you can retire with purpose and how you can retire with confidence. So when I, when I look back at some of our segments, you don't want to just declare your retirement. <laughs> you want to make sure that you have a plan that's going to get you to retirement. And you want to make sure that you have invested for income, that you are rebalancing appropriately with your investments, that you have the appropriate fixed expenses in retirement. And, and you also don't want to become a statistic that says, I am only confident about my money 10% of the time, or I'm one of the 10%. You want to be one of the 10% that's very confident about your resources and your, and your dollars. So just as we do every week, we open up our calendar for 10 folks to come and experience what it's like to become confident about your retirement. So we would want you to come in. We would set up a complimentary consultation for us to go over your asset allocation to make sure you're not taking too much risk, to make sure that you have an income plan that's working for you, to make sure that you have a tax plan 
understand that you're not paying Uncle Sam more than his fair share. You want to make sure that all of these areas and more are covered in a full comprehensive retirement plan for you and your family to hit the goals that you have. 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. We would love to sit down with you and discuss your dream retirement today. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All right. Through-